Ernest, what's up? Y'all know I'm big on doing your research, sharing your research, and giving credit to where you found the research. But I always get asked the same question. Where do I start with the research? And the answer is easy. It's our sponsor, Yahoo Finance. Whether I'm tracking the daily movement of my favorite companies, doing technical analysis with their easy-to-use charting platform, or checking balance sheets, Yahoo Finance makes something very complex simplified. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been the brand behind every great investor. Whether you're a seasoned investor or you're looking for extra guidance, Yahoo Finance gives you all the tools and data you need in one place. They're the number one finance destination producing a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and so much more. You could actually securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including your 401k and other investments. A comprehensive perspective is what sets apart great investors. And it's how Yahoo Finance ensures you have the insight to look at your wealth in its entirety. With a community of over 90 million users each month, their real strength is helping you on your way to financial success. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor, yahoofinance.com. The number one financial destination. That's yahoofinance.com. You heard me, yahoofinance.com. Don't wait, don't hesitate. I use it, you should go over there and start using it now. But I'm here to tell you, like home, if home sales fell 6% in July and the mar housing market is entering a recession, and over the last year, the market has fell 20%. That means we technically are in a correction territory heading into a crash. If private equity is not spending as much money, if quantitative easing and the Federal Reserve say, says that I'm not buying any bonds anymore, the bonds have to actually pr provide some damn value. What does that tell you? We may go through a two-year period where we're in the bear market. For those of you who have houses and you're like, hey, what do I do with the information? If you have a house that you like and you want a good deal, if you're going to hold for a 10 or 30-year period, it matters not. For those of you in real estate, if we are four standard deviations outside of the range of which we should be, we are going to come down to a normal area. I love you guys. Last week, I made some comments on Netflix, so I want to give full context um, at first when I was like, let me put the video together and put my notes. I was going to come on here. My, 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 uh, flex Hogan, shout out funk flex. It's when they come with my macho man thing, but let me break down why I'm telling you, um, Netflix will probably be the first one of all streaming services to go away. More than likely Microsoft or Apple is going to end up buying Netflix if it goes under a hundred dollars and 37 cents. But, let me pull up some more of these facts for you so I can make you a better investor. Um, total debt, $16.6 billion at the end of June. Total liabilities, $27.3 billion. I'm not an economist by any stretch of the imagination, but $27.3 billion is a lot of damn money, right? Uh, it reported its first quarterly loss in a decade. The customer base that they have hates when they increase prices. That's a terrible thing. Uh, in 2022, they're projected to spend $18 billion on content for you to burn through it and one weekend while you having sex with your side bay and never watch it again. 
tell me what happened in episode four of Stranger Things. Man, I got a great idea. Troy Rashad, let's, let's shorten these shows. 30 minutes, 45 minutes. Disney's spending $33 billion on content. Peacock is spending $3 billion. Netflix has an 18% profit margin. Now, when we get to real numbers, 18% profit margin is not great, especially when you have a competitor like Apple that is a luxury brand. The number one brand in the world is a luxury brand. Their profit margin is 28.8%. And Google, who owns YouTube, profit margin is 29.5%. So those two alone are putting an incredible amount of pressure on Netflix. I know f- for those of you that are in LA and you're filmmakers and you're like, hey, they're never going to stop. Trust me. I know a couple people, man, don't make me call Weezy right now and get Weezy on the line and, and give you some insight. Things are changing. Trust me. So I don't want, ne- once again, please clip this part up. I don't want Netflix to go under. And I think because they needed growth hedge fund managers is the day that I'm referring to Netflix got bundled up and they were one of the ones who end up going up too fast and too high but the thing that killed Blockbuster too much debt is the thing that's going to end up killing Netflix if America is broke and financially broken why do you think a company that holds that much debt and people are upset to pay $14.95 for a movie that costs $157 million. How the hell is that a good business equation and a good business model? But what do I know? Enjoy. Shout out to my guy, Josh. Um, I saw him this past Thursday, I think. And he made the equation or uh, made the statement that Apple is the perfect stock. And when you look at it, damn near is. Um, if you look, Apple is technically a value stock. A growth stock tied in one, they're 5% or 4% off their all-time highs in the middle of a bear market or pullback. They are the largest weighting in the index. So when you buy Apple, you're technically buying the index. They're the largest weighting in the S&P and NASDAQ. They are a dividend stock, luxury stock. Berkshire bought 4 million shares. And I can't name seven companies historically that has been better in terms of managing a business in comparison to them. I know sometimes people want all these exotic ass companies that are supposed to shape the world and we'll do chart time later and we'll walk through some. But man, when you guys ask me, I don't know where to start with investing. What should I do? Two tech, two index, no stress. For those of you who like, hey, why do you need two? They anchor one another. So, most investors want value or growth. The S&P 500 gives you value or slow, steady growth. The NASDAQ gives you fast growth. Apple and Microsoft are so big that once again, if they collapse, it would destroy the American economy as a whole. Some of you are not old enough to remember what it was like during 2007 and 2008 when Lehman Brothers went under and it affected the American economy. How many of you, please put Lehman in chat if you heard of Lehman prior to the night. Silencio. So if Apple or Microsoft goes under, it would destroy our economy. These are probably two of the safest stocks. And when I tell you, you only need to focus on a few, that's all you need to do. Um, I want to clarify my comments on Ethereum. So Ethereum, 110 bucks is the load the boat price. So load the boat, I would define as the price in which you should buy an investment or asset class at the rock bottom price. 
where it's at recession or depression levels. So for those of you like, yo, what's up on a, on the Ethereum 110? I know. Wait, wait, wait till Vitalik come on here. Boy, I'm going to shake the internet up. Uh, these next two years, boy, I told you about Meta and the challenges they were faced with TikTok came true. Told you about Michael Saylor potentially being positioned out of his company if Bitcoin got to 20,000. Came true. Told you about Bitcoin going to 20,000. Came through true. Told you they were recovering 63 days. Please put in chat, are you here to gossip or are you here to get rich? This is the thing I love about investing and trading and actually being able to trade. Man, nobody's opinion or anything matters not. As long as TD Ameritrade keeps my access and Ninja and Trade of Eight and all the other firms out there, right? And all the other brokerages, you're good. I'm not launching a campaign against Netflix or Ethereum. I'm just telling you the truth of where we may end up. But if you don't believe in my statement and my takes, you are more than welcome to take your life savings and put them into Netflix. And let's see what happens. And you'll be good. Real quick, let's go through a couple ETFs and a couple stocks tied to China that you can invest in. And the homework last week was, what are the four ETFs you can invest in or short if China falls apart? Let's go through a couple of them real quick. And the same thing goes with any asset class. Please write this down. Only invest in the top four. So if you look at Bitcoin, I'm currently at 21,335. Remember when the world thought it was impossible for us to slide to 20. But if you look at these areas up here, anything in the 60 and 70 range is a no-go. These are the areas in which you will want to exit or take profit. You do not want to buy here. This is a no-buy zone. You only want to buy in the trenches. A simple thing you can do is just mark off the bottom of each month. And then that can tell you a price of where you can get in. Do not buy. And once again, if somebody is telling you to buy or going on like three month media campaigns telling you to buy something, it's only because it's in their benefit to do so. You don't have to really push your asset class if it's good. If we look at Ethereum, I'm Ethereum has slid down as well. Um, I told you guys last week to buy 1544 on August 20th and went to 153173. You would already be in profit for those of you who executed and did that. I am proud of you. Let's go to some of the ones that we talked about in China. CHIX. Is, does this look like a good one to invest in long term? Yes or no? The top are, is up here, is up here. The bottom ranges are down here. Stock is currently at 11.99. I really don't like it until it gets maybe to $8.30. Let's look at KBA. Put these on your watch list. I don't want you to buy them. Don't want you to buy them. Um, but KBA is another one in which you can look at and which you potentially can short. I want to say this now. It's a homework question, but I'm going to give you guys an answer. How long should you short a company or asset that is falling apart? How long should you short a company that is falling apart? In the worst case scenario, I only want you to short it for three months. And here's why. You can short a stock and at maximum, if it is not leveraged, the highest return you can get is 100%. The risk is unlimited though. 
And if you don't have rules in every trait that you take and you don't stay away from emotions, it can lead to a lot of disaster. Um, so I only want you to short something for three months and you still need to sh short at the top of the market. So if at top of 2020 or 2021, you were shorted in this area, I would not be mad. Now it's almost at the value area in which you should be buying before you touch it. My graduates from my school being Forbes, bag drop. Bag drop. <laughs> a mic drop. Bag drop. Bag drop. Why pay more for a separate CoQ10 supplement? Enjoy twice the benefits with Superbeats Heart Chews Advanced. From the number one doctor, pharmacist, and cardiologist recommended beat brand for heart health support, the new Super Beats Heart Chews Advanced by Human is now infused with CoQ10. That's essentially like getting CoQ10 for free. Our powerful blend of beetroot, grapeseed extract, and CoQ10 ingredients support nitric oxide production, healthy blood pressure, healthy CoQ10 levels, and heart healthy energy with two tasty chews a day. Plus, Superbeats Heart Chews Advance are plant-based, so you get heart-healthy energy without stimulants. For a limited time, get a free 30-day supply of Superbeats Heart Chews on all bundles and 15% off your first order by going to RadioBeats.com and using promo code DEAL. That's RadioBeats.com, code DEAL.